Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Podcast starts now. Podcast starts now. What's up, idiots? It's oh your favorite God. show on earth, Stradio Lab. Wait, we... should we be recording backup audio? <laughs> no, no backup. Okay, cool. We're flying without a parachute today. Truly flying without a parachute. Driving we without just got a on a Zoom <laughs> and said, let's talk in the most toxic way for 22 minutes and then press record immediately. Yes, we were just dishing on all of our sad, bad, evil feelings george said should we record this and i said no 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 i said for us only i I said wouldn't it be like i don't know like kind of nice to pull back the curtain and like have a little intro where we're maybe vulnerable and sam said absolutely not (laughs) i said if these listeners see me as a brat well then i'll be done for Mm -mm -mm. i can't be to imply that we we deserve anything (laughs) you know uh um so you know what's interesting is we're kind of we're we've done this before this is maybe the second time we're mm-hmm. we, we're more mark- popular demand we're <laughs> recording the intro separately from the episode we are mark marining once again um where yeah we record it we record it. listen listen we're not gonna drag them and and we respect them but it stands that unfortunately I'll say it. Our guest, Lorelai Ramirez, again, someone I adore, <laughs> someone I would die for, showed up 35 minutes late. And, you know, which in a way is beautiful and powerful. That is something I would like to do. <laughs> I, I, and I, it's, but we had someone else after them. So we yes, had to, it's a surprise. So we had a short, so we had a, a short, short app. So we were like, Cut the intro. We can. We'll we'll intro later. We said cut the intro. Dead ass. De- <laughs> yes, that's exactly what we said. And so now we're bringing the intro to you. Um, here's our big update. I met George's boyfriend. That is true. <laughs> and I have to say, as I said to you, best night of the summer. Best night of the summer. It was it fall yet that day? It was a hundred percent fall. It was late September. Okay. Yeah, late September was the best day of the summer. Uh, that feel when. Late September is the best day of the summer. Yes, that was definitely my face one. And uh, I had a, a complete and utter blast. Yeah, I really, it felt like, I think these weeks have been feeling generally kind of like the last hurrah before 
the second wave. <laughs> and I'm and and I will say, you know, to both of our credits, like we are not being in any way responsible. We were like outdoors wearing masks. They went to your backyard. But but it, it did feel like a, a taste of uh, of summer's past in a way that other other outings have not. It felt because I think the big part was that we saw random people that we know. We saw random people. <laughs> and the random people were like, oh, well, like, we'll come sit by you outside. And it was like, it was, this is this is normal. I know. It had been so long since I had just run into someone. When that happens, I honestly, that's like why, that's the only thing that can bring that's me joy. That's why we do this. <laughs> that's why we do this, to run into people I know. When I see someone I know on the street, my day is good. That's like the the one check mark I have to hit every single day. Yeah. And I don't. Well, that's like, why I have a lot of bad days. I do think that like being, how do I put this? Being glad that you saw someone on the street doesn't necessarily correlate to how much you do or don't like them. Often I will be like not ready to see someone I do like, but be like kind of excited to see someone I'm neutral about. Yep. For the record, the, the two people we saw, I actually like both of them and I was excited to see them. So that's kind of a double whammy. <laughs> but like... Sometimes I'll see someone on the street that I'm a little too close to. And then I'm like, oh, now we have to have like an actual real conversation. And other times I'll see someone on the street that I'm just acquaintances with. But what I need is a fix of small talk. Oh, just a little small talk. A little, hey, how's your day? How's your day? How's your day? Just a little like, oh, you know, this in this (laughs) climate, you know. You know, I would say running into a stranger on the street. Here's, I think, what I like about it so much. It's, it, it brings me back to college. Yes, it's it's very like man about town. Like, oh, like I know everybody here. It's my little my little town. I mean, that's what, and in fact, that's what um, I felt very like. It feels nice to run into people at a gay bar because it makes you feel like you are part of like the gay community right you feel yes <laughs> do you know what i mean i do kind of know what you mean i'm i'm I, because like it, oh yeah we're part of the gay community well that's like why reese is fun because you go and you see all these people that you know and you're like like oh my god it's a it's a literal community right does that make any sense oh 100 percent you know and the gym is similar also cannot relate to that i'm not part of that community and that's intersectionality sometimes the gym community and the gay community intersect and sometimes they don't i here's something i've been dealing with speaking of gay community is when you see someone out like you know like i'm you know, I'm a I'm a member of the Scruff community. I, yes. I'm on Scruff, and I see who's in the neighborhood, and I like just to sort of like it's mostly just to like see that there are gay people nearby, and that's like fun for me. Mm-hmm. But then when I'm out and I see gay people who aren't on Scruff, I'm like, wait a minute, like how deep does this thing go? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like this, I'm starting to feel like, wait, wait, there's more than what I know already. I keep the I, it's like the more gay people keep being invented. Yes. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, so what percentage of gay people are on Scruff versus not? I don't, I mean, I hate to break this to you, but I think like a big amount are not on Scruff. See, this is so upsetting to me. For instance, I'm not on Scruff. Oh, what? Uh-oh. Since when? I have not been on Scruff in years. That's insane. Were you on Grinder? I've been on Grinder on and off, but I've never been an app queen. Wow, I literally use it like social media. Like it's like fun. <laughs> I know. I think like <laughs> like I have like I don't friends. Know. I just or, like, like I, I think this is like we do not have to get into this, but it has to do with me like being in a relationship throughout most of my twenties and like having a late bloomer type thing with like gay sex and like um, <laughs> but but I do think that I'm like not as casual uh, or not. It's not that I'm not casual. I'm like. I guess I never, and this is embarrassing to say, but like never fully learned all of the norms with that stuff. Yeah. I'm not like a complete fish out of water. It's not like I just moved here from, uh, you know, Ohio. <laughs> you know, I can hold a conversation, but I'm also like, okay, do I have to send a pick? <laughs> no, you, no pick required. You know, just, just live it up. Send a woof. Send a woof. But you know what? That's why I loved our night at the Rosemont is because it almost felt for someone who has not been on the apps during the pandemic, it felt just kind of like 
from another era to go to the gay club and 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 not to, to go to the gay bar and um and run into the other gays yeah seeing other gay people well and now that you know as we go into fall and winter in quarantine or pandemic it's it's starting to be like mm, am i gonna never see gay people again for the next nine months <sighs> it's true i i do wonder like what's halloween gonna be like Although actually, oh. it's probably going to be normal. <laughs> oh yeah, it's going to be normal. We're going to be like bad. on a roof, and it's going to be slightly cold. <laughs> okay, fine, but that's so. So that's fine. Uh, um, I no, I've been writing off like this year. I wrote off my birthday. I was like, there, it, my birthday is canceled. It doesn't exist. Oh, me too. And then I wrote, I've been writing off Halloween preemptively. I'm like, it doesn't exist. It's not going to happen. Just to to set myself up to not be upset. You know, I think I am at a place where I no longer want to have to put any um, importance on actual holidays. And I just want to kind of enjoy spontaneous fun nights like the one we had recently. Like I don't want to put any it. pressure on Halloween or pressure on New Year's. I feel like this is, you know, it, it's something that is honestly a long time coming. And I find that as I'm inching towards 30, I have to put faith in, in myself <laughs> <laughs> outside of institutions like Halloween. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that is true. Um, I'm, I'm coming back around to the institutions now that I'm in thirty and post thirty. Even you know, do you? Th okay, this is an interesting conversation. When would you say your trust in institutions was at its highest, and when was it at its lowest? <laughs> it was at its highest in like 2011. You know, at the end of my college career, I think I was like, institutions are good and correct. And anyone that has success got it through merit. Uh, in 2011, institutions <laughs> were bay. <laughs> I think they're at their lowest. Maybe like, I mean, I would say like last year, mm -hmm. but then I feel like they keep kind of getting lower. Like I just kind of, yeah, it's hard to tell. Can I tell you something? As much yeah. as I am so aware that everyone is fucking up the COVID response in a big way, because the, all I have is trust in like, there is a part of me that's like, well, if re if restaurants are reopening at 25%, someone must have done the research and decided that was the case. Even though I know, like, I, I know people that work in the service industry that don't agree with it. I know people that, you know, I, I read things from people like that are science adjacent and they weren't against it. But there's something about it to me that even though at every turn everyone has made the wrong decisions, I think just the fact that somehow New York did get to a 1% rate, I'm like, some part of me weirdly trusts people like who, who I disagree with so intensely, like Cuomo, more so now than I did like six months ago. I know, but that's because we want to believe. Like we want yes. to be positive. I want to believe. I want to believe. And it's like... Uh, but you can't I, I mean i'm the same exact way like gyms come on they should not be open no but i'm like they wouldn't open them if they were dangerous right exactly and it's like shut up you dumb bitch yeah you shut up they will they literally will like they don't care about you no i'm still like well they're open and like people are good people yeah. are good wait okay i think my trust in institutions was at its highest in God, this is so difficult. <laughs> and and we I'm do just have thinking fact checkers, like so if you I, I, if you lie, they'll know. What? We have fact checkers. So if you're lying, yes, about this, no, it's know. true. And we have to send it to them before tonight so we can release this episode. Um I I would I guess I would say after college it's not so much that I had trust in institutions, it's just that like I was so desperate for their attention. Like I was just like, mm -hmm. I want a job. Mm -hmm. I want like the way to make money is to be is to have institutional support in some capacity yeah i never was someone who thought i could be in any way like a freelancer or a or like you know go from job to job or be like self-employed like i still barely feel that way and i think that has been detrimental to my career <laughs> I but i would say yeah like i don't know if i trusted them but i was uh absolutely horny for their approval and then I guess at their at lowest, I mean, it's hard not to pinpoint 2016. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that wasn't institutions as much as like, I was more like people are bad in 2016. Right. But even the institution of like, think about like, it's like the New York Times couldn't predict, you know, like polls and journalism uh, and yeah, like yeah. the DNC. <laughs> <laughs> Is this funny? No. Okay, cool. <laughs> sad. Wait, I think it's fun to talk about institutions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it, it it does go with our upcoming the episode that the listeners are about to hear because we we really get into Hillary Clinton too. So yeah, we finally break our silence about Hillary Clinton. This episode is very 2016, and honestly, the topic should have been 2016. But the topic, I know the topic, like spoiler alert for everyone who's kind of like, I need to hear about Carhartt. Sorry to break it to you, sweaty, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, it's not going to happen at all. In fact, and and I think in this episode, that is our most inco- incoherent part now that I've re-listened to the whole thing. I think. Oh yeah, actually, and it's a it's a it's a doozy of an app. And then and then Carhartt, you're like, what's going on? Why are go back to talking about Hillary Clinton? Truly. Um. Well, well, are we bummed out or I? Should I not have brought up? I thought it was such a fun question to ask about institutions, but you seem so disappointed. No, I was. I wasn't trying to be disappointed. I was trying to answer truthfully. Yeah, and so I was I, wait. Do you think people believe in the institution of our podcast? Is our podcast an institution? Well, it's a Brooklyn institution. <laughs> Here's something, and thank you for bringing that up. You're welcome. The fact that we are putting out a podcast and have been now for months. Do you consider yourself a podcaster? I mean... Have you taken on that identity? It's not so much that I consider myself a podcaster. It's that I no longer barely consider myself a comedian. <laughs> like, I think that's the saddest part of it all. Like, I wouldn't mind being a working stand-up comedian and then also having a podcast. Like, yes, it's cringe and like, ha-ha-ha, everyone has a podcast. Men, chop yep. trap house. Like, yes. show me a man with a bed frame and I'll show you a yes. podcast with listeners. You know, Going all that stuff. And like, go, you know, but, um, you know, to supplement a, a, an independent career... Um, you know, we both currently do have jobs that are, um, I mean, aside from my day job, I'm, I'm, I'm working on this like political comedy thing. And you're also, you, you are working very explicitly as a comedy writer. Um, so we both can at least cling to that. That's true. But without doing, I don't know, without doing shows, without writing really jokes for myself that are not contributing to the job that I have. I'm like, I guess I just tweet. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, comedy with comedy being dead, how can anyone be a comedian? I know. And well then, but then it also gives more credence to people that are, that identify as comedians and only tweet. I know. And I, I want them to have a little less credence, if you ask me. Right. I mean, it's like, but then you're like, oh, my God, do I feel like I'm better than someone because I literally do stand up comedy? The most I know, depraved I know. thing anyone can possibly do. Damn, George, you're being so smart. There's no right answer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for me, it's all it goes back to nuance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think the, the takeaway is if. If you work in comedy and have any pride in what you do, no, you need to take a few steps back and look in the mirror. Yes, yes. <laughs> look in the funhouse mirror that is this industry. Am I oh, right? Oh my goodness. Okay, shots fired. Um, aye, aye, aye. Well, did we feel that this has been a good intro? I honestly think it was better than I was expecting. I was in a very bad mood before we started recording. Well, and now. Where you and me and the listeners, well, we're all in a good mood and ready to listen to an incredible episode. I do want to say one thing. Yes. I just want to tease one thing is that we are doing our first podcast as a duo soon. Oh. We are doing a different podcast where we are both guests on it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. that's all I'm going to say. And you know what? Maybe it is Pod Save America. Yeah. We're going to go talk to, is John Favreau on that one? John, Fa- maybe it's the Daily. Maybe it's Fresh Air. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, 
the day we do fresh air is going to be the funniest day of my life. (laughs) Can you imagine Terry Gross talking to us and us just being like, yeah, well, you know, we've always loved podcasts and just our whole energy was so complimentary. So we knew we had to start one (laughs) together. And I mean, Sam said, he said Radiolab and I thought, and and we thought, well, Stradio rhymes with radio. And that's when it clicked for us. That's when we thought, "Eh, we've got something special here. And then there was the Lorelai episode. (laughs) And then you're like, yep, that's, that was when we knew. Oh, we got it. We got to message Terry to get on this pod. And then maybe she'll book us on hers. What would Terry's um, topic be? NPR dads? It would be public radio. Public radio. Yeah. That's true. Um, should we cut the should we should we go into the episode now? Yes, Queen. Okay. And enjoy the episode. Okay, thanks, Susan. Thanks, Marissa. You're all stars. <laughs> okay, episode starts now. Please give it up for our guest, Lorelai Ramirez. Woo! Hey, what's <laughs> up? <laughs> what up? Cheering, me cheering for myself. Woo! thank you stradio lab for having me no thank you lorelei for being and i just want to say thank you thank you okay thank you thank you do you know what is a very like um well not straight thing but kind of a stupid thing is like the performance of people being like no i'll get it no i'll get it when the check comes Ooh, I, I like that. I like, I that. no, I'll get it. Yeah, I like the person who says, no, I'll get it, and then they don't even make a move. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, yeah. They're like, I'll get it, and then they look around. <laughs> yeah, or like when someone, the, one person takes out their wallet, and then the other person's like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and doesn't do anything. It's Or or when somebody immediately is like, is like no, and then thank you so much. I yeah, do yeah, think, yeah. I think it's going to die. That's like dying with the older generation. I don't think people our age will ever do that. Is really? that crazy? I do that all the time. You since you when? Mean? I mean, I mean not like if I'm I don't know. Not I I just feel like sometimes I'll I'll offer to to pay. Do you not? No. <laughs> like if you go out for a drink with someone, sure, a drink, but like that's different than like, you know, I was I was imagining sort of a like dinner, dinner scene. Yeah. Like men going to dinner. If it's like men going to dinner and it's like a cocktail and glasses of wine and like yeah. steaks and it's like, no, right. Jeff, I got gotcha. you. First like, of all, I every yeah. never, single day, ever. I have a three martini lunch with a steak with my with all my male coworkers, not just in my current job, all the male coworkers <laughs> I've ever worked with. We meet every day at noon. <laughs> Um, I they're like George, George, wake yeah. up! <laughs> I start work around George. <laughs> I start work around eleven thirty. Maybe I'll read some emails, and then at noon I say time for my boys' lunch. And then every <laughs> single person, every single straight man I've ever worked with, and I, we go to you know, I, I won't say it, but our secret spot and their fathers and their grandfathers, whoever, whatever living members of their family, even if it's a small <laughs> child, like. One of you know, we give martinis to the to the kids, to the babies. A small man. A small man. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. We call them men from a young age because we don't want them to feel emasculated, even as they yeah. are literally nursing. Um, we, Must be a small man. <laughs> even as they are nursing, I say, "Fuck yeah, bro." <laughs> you know, I, I want to see sort of the the Mulan esque tale about the daughter of one of your coworkers who, mm. you know, when when the father is incapacitated, she's like, "Well, I I'll go to lunch in his stead," and the father's like, "You can't go; it's boys' lunch." And she goes, "I'll cut my damn ponytail, and I'm going to the three martini lunch." <laughs> wow, <laughs> it's like a movie about That's a good contemporary a movie twist about a girl on trying to get a steak. <laughs> One girl who dreamt of steak. Who dreamt of steak and martinis. The politics of Mulan, it's so fascinating to me um, how they wanted so much to bring it into contemporary, to like make it kind of like, um, you know, unproblematic and all this stuff. And then what they ended up getting is a movie in which all the credits are white people. And they've literally like filmed in the place where uh, the government is committing genocide. I mean... And and the biggest crime of all. That for a second, I thought you were talking about the cartoon. <laughs> no, I'm talking I was about like... <laughs> no, like the live action. 
<laughs> just imagine uh, it's anyway. And then, of course, the the main and as you said, Sam, the main issue is that it is boring, which I haven't watched it. But I know they took out the animals. They took out the animals. They just made it. it, it I've, I've never seen a more boring film in my life. Even the moments where you're supposed to have like emotional weight, they're like they kind of like rush through and like like I'm not trying to be a bitch, but if if you're having a Mulan movie, you gotta have this girl <laughs> cut her damn ponytail. Did she does not gonna, have that. She doesn't cut Did her she hair. Not? She literally doesn't cut her hair. It's like Wait, I came here weird. to see someone yeah, cut their that hair. Is fucking insane. <laughs> It's Does she like just like put it up into a she hat? She just puts it in a bun, and it's like, yeah, like men can have buns, but like your bun is like, it come, no, cut it, your hair. I'm sorry, but in the Mulan universe, <laughs> men should not have buns. Although now that I think about it, the main love interest does have a bun. Yeah, but he's like, you, it's different. It's different. I don't know how. It's different. It's on the top. It's on the top. Exactly. Uh, it's, it's on the top. It's you like could a, call it a, a top, a high, bu- a top bun. It's more like the t- a top hat of hair. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Lorelai, I feel like, you know, we, we came into this hot. We weren't sure if we were introducing ourselves or you. How are you feeling in this moment? I'm feeling overwhelmed. <laughs> I'm like, I, wow, you guys still got the comedy chops and I and I guess I've lost it. I'm let me tell you something. Cool. We get that a lot. <laughs> I'm People like, come Damn. on this podcast and they always say, wow. I'm not used to things being this organized, things working so smoothly, everyone <laughs> kind of like knowing exactly where they need to be. Like, well, and the, you know, it's you just guys riff, talk riff. so fast. Yes. yes. Well, we I have mean, found it's very, that, it's, that it's very, is I started key. doing it to you. <laughs> <laughs> the, the it's key. very, it's very, actually, it's very, it's very, it's very actually amazing. Uh, the <gasps> what you do here because it's a lot like. <laughs> wow. That's such a good impression of us. Yeah, we we have found in our experience podcasting that the faster you talk, the better it is. Yeah, yeah you I have really to talk fast because then you can your hit rate can be lower. I mean, if you talk fast, you can say like three things that are absolutely moronic, and then one thing that's <laughs> slightly funny, and then people are like, "Okay, go off." Yeah, go off, and you're like, <laughs> "Whereas if you talk slowly, it's like, <laughs> well, you have one chance. You better not fuck it up." I cannot get over that Mulan doesn't cut her hair. She doesn't cut her hair. That's like making. Uh, the Little Mermaid, and she, you know, is uh, still a, she, still part fish. It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's literally like she never becomes human. Like everyone's like, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> She's okay. like part of. <laughs> she like loses her voice. It's like the worst possible deal. She like loses her voice, but also doesn't become human. <laughs> they also. Yeah, th- I, I, this movie was so bad like that she goes into like the camp and it's all men but there's no scene of like i need to act more like a man so they believe me she literally just stays the same like she doesn't change her demeanor at all and it's like it's bad acting or was she directed that way i think it was directed that way i think it was like thinking you guys are talking about the cartoon and i'm like (laughs) there's no director i'm like this whole time i'm trying to save you guys i'm like there is no director there is no fucking like location scouting in a cartoon these aren't real people guys we think that they're like cartoon actors and it's like yeah actually the same woman who played mulan also played like the fox and the hound (laughs) she was like really she had a lot of range i'm recording this for my own podcast that's called like today lorelei saves i have a different like intro that i already recorded that's why i was late i'm like today i'm gonna save uh, some of my best friends, George and Sam, they think that I bet it's going to come up in conversation. Um, <laughs> they think that Mulan, um, the cartoon, is a real movie. <laughs> and I have been trying to save them for years and we're going to see how this works out. And I bet you anything they're going to start talking about Mulan off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you could predict that we were going to talk about Mulan on this episode of this podcast, I would say we we need to be saved. We need someone yeah, to it's like a, It's a rumor. It's like they have a serious fucking problem. Everyone's like, have you listened to Stradio Lab? Yeah. No, they keep talking you about really Mulan. Listen. Yeah. What is crazy is that Sam and I, in fact, saw each other for the first time uh, since like March recently. And we did talk about Mulan. That's true. So now the we've seen each other you know this time and the time before and well in fact i was you were we were with two of our other friends and i brought up mulan as kind of something like isn't it crazy that that movie like came and went and then everyone else was like oh we watched it together (laughs) well we all watched it as a group (laughs) right 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 
Every night. <laughs> Every night, yeah. <laughs> Every night we watch it as a group. <laughs> Every night we watch it as a group and every night we're like, this is boring. Mm-hmm. But you're like you're you're like inflamed about the cartoon. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> about how they're treating the extras, like the background characters, and we're like, George, that's not are these union? Are they union jobs? Yeah. Me about, the, me about the animals in Snow White. Like, this is animal abuse. <laughs> It'd be so funny. You do a whole, like, you have a, your, your first, you have your, your first, like, uh, well, I don't know if it'd be your first. I'm guessing here. HBO special. Have you had one yet? I'm sorry? George? Have, have you had an your HBO first special? H- no, not, not one that has been released. Oh. Okay, great. Um, so this will be your first HBO special, and it's like all about cartoon characters oh, and yeah, how <laughs> and how they're being treated unfairly. And it only everyone only notices like maybe after like the twenty minute mark, they're like, "This person keeps talking about like a flying <laughs> elephant." I don't think they know it's not real, but I really love how they're going off <laughs> do you guys well rem- it's like yeah go ahead go do you ahead. guys remember the trend in comedy from like i want to say 10 years ago mm. where everyone <laughs> was doing like jokes about like comics like about like comic books like it was a lot of like x-men are like this or like spider-man what? is like this you don't remember this i feel what? like i feel like this was so common to be like did you it was kind of like how the trope of like comedians being like this rap song's lyrics are actually dumb like they would be like um this part in the comic book actually doesn't make any sense <laughs> i just don't feel like there was a heyday of that necessarily 10 years ago and now it no longer happens i feel like you know we go in and out of making fun of uh of comic books and comic book movies right because we can make fun of anything yeah. like nothing is off limits in comedy you know nothing and is off limits so and I'll glad. Say it, even mulan even do not go there, George. George, please. No, I have to. It's it's about integrity. Oh my god, well, nothing is off limits. But if you are going for a Disney property, I'm gonna be freaking pissed. I swear to God, you do not come for a Disney property on stage, on podcast, anywhere. I will fight you if you come for some sort of Disney property. That is a sacred institution of our culture. Yeah, that's what they tell the kids at open mics. They're like, do not go after a Disney property like Sam. <laughs> like, like, what if it was like it it literally like went down to the open mic scene where you where like even there it was <laughs> controversial and like the, the person who runs the open mic, like some old guy who's like smoke chain smoking outside is like, Whatever you do, don't go after Disney. <laughs> <laughs> don't go I love how he sounds. Whatever Thanks. you do, don't go I do after a lot of Disney. accent work. Whenever George does an accent, I'm always in awe and I'm all inspired. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Great accent work. <laughs> um, wait, I'm like, Sam, I kind of feel like let's dive into our first segment. Let's do our first segment. Okay, Lorelai, in our first segment called Straight Shooters, we are going to give you a series of rapid fire questions where we just ask you to choose between one thing and a different thing to gauge your familiarity with straight culture. And you are not allowed to ask any questions about how the game works other than that. Okay. Do I say yes okay, or no? Sam, okay. Wait. I you can't ask. Okay. First question. Are you ready? Yes. Still or sparkling? I'm answering like a straight person. Still. <laughs> Still. Okay. Um. Okay. Burger, Big, Aiden, Mary, Pippin. That one's a stretch. <laughs> Burger bib. Bur- <laughs> okay, Burger if bib. I'm understanding correctly, Burger and Big are Sex in the City love interests, correct? Yeah, Burger and Aiden. Big, Aiden, Mary Pippin. Mary Pippin. Ooh, okay, uh, Big. Okay. okay. Um, extra virgin olive oil or extra judicial killings authorized by the state? the fuck out of here get the fuck out of here fuck you guys <laughs> fuck off okay <laughs> okay that's a great answer um okay Lorelai 
Um, not recycling because it's an ineffective system, or not voting because it's an ineffective system. Oh, good one. Topical. Not voting. <gasps> Lorelai. Being really smart but <laughs> underachieving, or being a fucking moron but really successful? <laughs> Being a fucking moron, but really successful. Okay, go off. Okay, Lorelai. Um, <laughs> Tyler Perry from the Medea franchise, oh or Tyler Perry, the white guy I dated one time, whose sister's name was weirdly Katy Perry. <gasps> no. <laughs> Wait, I can't believe his name is Tyler Perry and his sister is Katy Perry. Isn't that crazy? No, that's, so that's crazy. Wait, is, are there? Is their dad is Luke Perry. Oh my god, I don't know, but I'll look it up. Wait, Lorelai, you have to choose. <laughs> T- uh, Tyler Perry. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> That's my answer. Correct, okay, Lorelai. I Heart Radio <laughs> or I Heart Huckabees. <laughs> I Heart Huckabees. Great. Okay, Lorelai. Um, being the apple of someone's eye or being mm-hmm. someone's cherry pie? <laughs> being someone's... No, being the apple of... No, being someone's cherry pie. Mm-hmm. Okay, wow. Nice. Wow, nice. you seem to have a really good knowledge of straight culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think... Yeah. Um, what are we going to grade them on a scale of right now? Uh, on a scale of uh, one, do you know to I fifth. I used to drink a lot of a lot of cum. You used to drink a lot of cum. A lot of cum. Yeah, that's why I'm I'm familiar with street culture. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> I one. came in super late. I can't <laughs> I like, believe. I'm like, I should I say this? <laughs> and then I was like, Lorelai, Lorelai, what have you learned in quarantine? You've learned to be yourself, bitch. Now do it. There was a lag. Like, in your origin story, it's like you you go to an open mic, prepared to do Disney material. Then the guy <laughs> says, "Whatever you don't make fun of Disney." And then you go up, and in a panic, you go, uh, "I drink a lot of cum." <laughs> I would say, Lorelai, I was, you know, when you were saying you, you, I drink a lot of, I could <laughs> never have predicted the word that was about to come out of your mouth. No, was I didn't come. say, I didn't say drink. I said, I drank. Past tense. Oh. I drank a lot. I have to oh. say for, for saying the sentence, I drank a lot of come out of nowhere. You get <laughs> uh, our first <laughs> official A plus of the game straight shooters. <laughs> Thank you I, so much. Thank you. I really needed to let that out somewhere. And I'm did you ever in your life here. in the past identify as straight? Mm, I don't. I've never identified as straight. I think when I was in straight culture more, uh, I was just like, yeah. <laughs> that sounds you know, really I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'll suck whatever I can get, whatever I can get. It was really more of that of desperation. I was like, I have nobody say, will ever love me. So let I'll me take tell you this. something, Lorelai. You're so far. It seems like what your idea of straight culture is is that it's much more sex oriented than than queer or non-straight culture, which I do think is interesting. In your mind, it's like if someone's straight, they're just drinking cum and sucking cum. Yeah, you have to show that you're always drinking. I'm just like, no. I, think, I think I've realized that. You, yeah, it's true. Like, I used yeah, to go to okay. straight parties. No, 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 guys, listen. I used to go to straight parties, and they would uh-huh. go around and they'd be like, okay, the gal's town. The gal's town. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Uh, you know, back then, I was a gal. And mm. So I would have my, it was like a rodeo kind of place. There were like mm. horses and stuff. And they'd be like, so how much cum you drank today? And I, and I would say. Wow, would be horses like, even. Yeah, I used to speak different too. I, I was you like. You used to, you were a horse. I, I was on a horse. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> okay, somebody needs to get their story straight. Either you like, were a I... horse or you were on a horse. <laughs> how do I yes and this? How do I know this? How do I know this in a yes and way? I'm like, I was on a horse. <laughs> you doing improv. You were a horse, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Me doing improv. You are a horse. And I drank a lot of cum. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I've I've seen that person at an open mic. <laughs> I like the idea of yes ending something with something completely irrelevant. Like, so oh, you're from Texas, right? Yeah, and, and I have a day and drank a lot of cum. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that, yeah, it's that's... like so you're my mother, right? <laughs> the horse is upside down. <laughs> And, and they're like, we I drank a lot of cum. And I drank a lot of cum. <laughs> That's like my saying. That's your catchphrase. Wait, do you know what yeah. I saw today? Is that I saw a headline <laughs> that was like, Hillary Clinton reveals new catchphrase. And do you know what the catchphrase was? <laughs> no. What was it? It was, the catchphrase was, you and me both. No. <laughs> okay. That is queen shit. That is that queen, is queen shit. shit. Dude, no, queen you shit. don't get to call that her queen. She sucks. That is that queen sucks. shit. That's queen no, shit. No, it's not. No, it's not. Hillary sucks. <laughs> Lorelai, why is it not queen shit? It's not queen shit. She's lame. I mean, not. No, nah, I can't say that. I, oh, that's where you draw the line. Something like, oh, not. not. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I just saw it's like because I typed in the word the other day in Google, and Google was like, "How dare you!" <laughs> <laughs> well, no, lame. I I mean, I do think lame is is a slightly ableist word. Although I have to say, one time someone blocked me. What do we replace it with? Well, um, but doesn't I it do have think, different context? Coming though? back to sorry, doesn't it have different context now? I mean, of course, everything has a different context. I mean, you could argue. You know, that like when you say the word lame, people know what the context you're referring to is. But then it's like you get into the slippery slope of like, anyway, but I it's think like the it, it's like uh, the Roma people. It's like, you know. Yes, exactly. The... It's exactly. Yeah. Saying um, that Hillary Clinton is lame is equivalent to, in fact, being racist against the Roman, pe- the Roma people. What's Roma people? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Am I being dumb? What's wrong? You criticize Hillary Clinton. That is. Okay. Look. Okay. Punching down. I'm going to say to your listeners, for the sake of uh, Sam's, I'm going to say the words Mm. for the sake of uh, informing Sam. Oh no. Okay. Okay. Because you didn't. You didn't know. If you didn't know. Well, there's the. You know, Sam. There's a. What we used to call. We used to call people. Gypsies, gypsies, and that is oh. offensive. And that's offensive. It, they're called the Roma people. That's the way. And I feel like that's the same thing with the word, um, lame. Where it's mm. like, oh, to call somebody that is. I mean, now it's like a community that wasn't speaking out before is speaking out against right. it. Hillary is... Clinton, and in fact, she's <laughs> launching a podcast. It'd be funny if we look at like who started these arguments, and it's like these white women. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, yeah. it's like they have they have no idea what they're talking about. They're like <laughs> a headshot of just like a white woman and her kids, changing like culture. The face of the person. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but I did want to say that one time someone blocked me on Facebook because I used the word idiot, and they said that was ableist. I don't, I, I mean, I think the blocking, I feel like people should inform each other because there's no way everybody knows what's going on mm-hmm. well, all the time. Well, the only thing to I do want to say about the right words to use is I keep coming back to the word stupid, which I think is actually a very good descriptor. Stupid. Stupid. Dumb. Dumb. Some people, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's Buckhead. <tough. laughs> Buckhead? Yeah, I think fucker is kind of the only thing you can call people these days. Wow. Okay. You know? <laughs> Such a weird opinion. <laughs> I think fucker Sam, is kind of the Sam, only like, acceptable word. Great about cancel people. culture and PC correct and, and political correctness is like you can only call people fucker now. Like I'm so pissed because <laughs> I'm always having to use the word fucker. <laughs> Wait. I've, I don't think I've ever called someone a fucker. Um I feel I like that's something not. like only like uh like uh <laughs> I go to sleep. <laughs> I think that's something only like a 
what do you call those people in like zoot suits say like yeah fucker right Mm -hmm, i feel like mm -hmm. like with a bb gun is like yeah fucker yeah fucking fuck (laughs) you know something (laughs) like that anybody else have that fantasy (laughs) Uh, am i alone (laughs) hello Um, oh no that song from like a musical that's like no no i can't think of any of the words oh the song you're a fucker from fucker the musical it's like not fucker but it's something else oh my god it's hey big spender oh i was just for some reason imagining that being like hey big fucker (laughs) that's like kind of what you're saying anyway i'm right well, you know, in Bear City 3, the classic film Bear City 3, there was a scene in which one guy called another guy a fucker in like a sexual context. And I was like, this is hot. That, of course. Nice. Damn, it's like, was that sentence created by an algorithm that like <laughs> learned your learned like what you say and then was like, OK, now talk as Sam. Predictive text. <laughs> and the sentence fucker. is literally in one scene from Bear City 3, someone <laughs> called another person fucker in a sexual way and I was turned on. <laughs> Oh, uh, you know, here's okay. what I will say about this episode yes. so far. Mm. Imagine maybe a, a very cool 17-year-old playing this in the car saying, Mommy, Mommy, I have to hear my newest episode of Stradiolab. And then they're playing it and and we're screaming fucker over and over again. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the, the mom is like, ah, what filth are you listening to? What absolute fi- come f- drinking and fucker? That what absolute Thomas and I'm I'm, <laughs> you know where is this going? <laughs> I'm just and feeling- we're speaking to you right now. If you're this kid listening, <laughs> and if you're that mom, <laughs> grow Chill up, the fuck out. <laughs> no, I Chill feel the fuck um- out and go suck some uh, suck some stuff out. Yeah, go suck a dick. Go I'm suck feel- a. I'm feeling self-conscious about um, raunchy, unrated this it's episode. It's very is. raunchy. It's very raunchy. Well, yeah, I'm I'm very raunchy now. Yes. I love that turn for you. You've come Thank into you. that uh, during quarantine. Yeah, I've come into my raunchy side during mm-hmm, quarantine. Mm-hmm. It's been all the, like the, you know, I don't know if in private you do this, but do you do like pelvic thrusts in private? Oh, yeah, and public. Yeah, I do. I do like these private, like pelvic thrusts. Like, yeah, usually, like at night, I'm like, oh, let me see how like fast I can move it, or <laughs> let me see. Oh. I'm like, what if, what if one day somebody really needs me to move it really fast for them? And so I, um, so for you, it's about room. it's about speed rather than good form. No, it's. I mean, it's it is about speed. It's also about flexibility. You know, yeah. opening up hip muscles. Yes. Um, thrusting the thrusting motion i'm like how i have you ever looked at yourself like booty dance yeah sure and then it's like embarrassing because you're like that yeah. looks like shit yes yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. so it's I've basically recently, that but be- i've only recently become extremely insecure about my butt after many years of being insecure about various other parts of my body which has been a really exciting development yeah Whoa. let it let us see yeah, show us okay, that, I'm, that I'm show, Can you guys show see? I'm showing us. it. I'm showing you my entire butt right now. Oh, Whoa. It's, okay. It's, so I, that's, that's the something. Whole, I mean, it's that's something. Wow, yeah. it's 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 what the left side is huge. The right side right. is minuscule. Okay, don't say that. That's like what I'm insecure about. What's in the? What do you have in the middle? Yeah, what's the? What's coming On out the, of the middle? Oh, yeah, sorry, I like, forgot to wipe. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, there's like shit. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb i feel like i've reverted back to like myself in middle school like what's in the middle and then the oh and then i'm like okay think what's like a really like unexpected interesting thing oh it's shit shit. the mom the mom is like okay thomas i'll let you keep listening to your podcast and now she's like oh my goodness i now she's like actually i I have i have a very sophisticated and highbrow question to ask okay yes I've noticed this trend where because politics is so polarizing and because we are reconsidering like how to talk about certain things, which I think is a positive thing and all this stuff, that there is a movement among various comedians and comedy adjacent people of going back to basically like body humor and like talking truly about like shit and piss as though that's like the last taboo. But in fact, it's actually a very conservative thing to do because you're not 
taking any risks. Mm. What do you think? Do you know what I, I mean? I see what you're saying. I see. Yeah. Um, I don't it's know. It's like who the veneer of that. being provocative. I don't think it's provocative. I think it's more funny. Like if somebody has like a juvenile sense of humor, yeah. like I like, like, I don't know. And personally doing that or like, there's not a lot of people. I feel like the only people who do that, that I know have been doing shit jokes for a long time yeah, that's mm-hmm. same. i think it's refreshing because you know the what is like popular is like basically teaching people and having like little jokes in the middle of like teaching and it's like so boring and sometimes it's just yeah. like i want somebody to come up and like poop. i don't want to teach like yeah <laughs> wouldn't it be refreshing if hannah gatsby came out during her next special and the first thing she said was Sorry, I was drinking some cum. <laughs> I would be like, Queen shit, Queen shit, Queen shit. You're like Hillary Clinton. This queen is like shit. Hillary Clinton's new catchphrase all over again. <laughs> oh, God. Hillary Clinton's catchphrase? It's also the, it, the, the headline was Hillary Clinton reveals new catchphrase, M dash. That's also the name of her new podcast. And it's you and me both. No. I love it because it sounds like sort of like a wine mom saying like, oh, a hundred percent you and me both like, oh, oh, I can see it on mugs already. It's it doesn't it's not that biting. It makes no sense. It's a good I have to say for what she's trying to do. She kind of knocked it out of the park. (laughs) Well, how would you define what she's trying to do? Yeah, yeah. Uh, maintain a <laughs> she's presence. Trying <laughs> she's trying to get you. She's just well. <laughs> oh, she's, gonna she's get trying ya. to get you. <laughs> I think what she's trying to do is gonna get you. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, George. What I don't know. George? What is she? I mean, I do think it's like, what is she trying to do? Like, can you? I just can't imagine. Can you imagine being her and starting a podcast? No, I yeah. don't know what's her problem. <laughs> no, I don't know what that bitch's problem is. <laughs> I think anyone that decides to start a podcast needs to be locked up. I, yeah, I just like... It's, I want to start a podcast. Uh, well, 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 lock her up. <laughs> what would your podcast be? You and me both. <laughs> you and me both. Did you see what I'm I like, did there? Actually, I think everyone, it's a great idea. Everyone who starts a podcast needs to be locked up. So then I said lock her up, the famous expression against Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's we all funny. Remember? Lock her up. Yes. What else did they say about her? About uh, her email. A nasty her woman. Nasty, nasty woman. Nasty woman. Oh my God! So much we has happened in the last four years. We have ew, ew. To th- oh, four years. Four years. Four it's years. So disgusting. It's really disgusting to think about. Oh wait, I do have good news. Can I share it with you? Yes. I've been trying for the last four years to convert every member of my family to vote Democrat this year. Four years. Mm -hmm. My brother just registered to vote for the first time, and he's going to vote Democrat. My father is voting for Biden. My Mm. mom is not voting. Did your mom used to vote Republican? That's the best we can do. (laughs) Wow. Congrats. That's really good. It was hard work. Well, now that we're on it, Hillary Clinton is the best candidate ever. I love her. <laughs> and I'm so happy she's on the ballot this year. <laughs> you guys, I just want to say, like, please vote for Hillary this year. Like, she's not on the ballot, but, like, we we need write a badass. Write, her, write in. her in. I just think we it's time we had a badass president. <laughs> It's time, but it's time we had someone who says it like it is. Like this is this is a fucking this is a fucking bitch who like who like like went around. Everybody was like, "Yeah, you're nasty. You're nasty as fuck. You're a nasty woman. Like, look at you and your pussy. You're nasty." And she was like, "Yeah, look at me and my pussy. Look at me and how nasty I am." Also, you and me both, bitch. I'm gonna do a podcast. I'm gonna talk about my pussy. I'm gonna talk about my husband. I'm gonna talk oh my about God. my problems. I'm gonna talk about anything. Like Hillary is that bitch, you know? 
<laughs> God, that is oh, a, I, I never thought about it that incredible. way. Incredible. That is yeah. so when Hillary said she has hot sauce in her bag. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah. shit was like amazing. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that shit was like next level feminist <laughs> shit, you know? Like I was like, damn, this bitch like really do know what she be doing. Like she really do know who she re- been repping, like, you know. <laughs> Oh my god. That, it's like my also, true self. I love it. <laughs> like what it. I really want to talk like the hot sauce in the bag thing was so crazy because it was like she the reveal was like she actually does always have hot sauce in her bag and it was like wait, what? Like she didn't know that she was coming off so pandering, right? Wasn't that part of it? It was like mm, Sammy overthinking so. it. Hillary is a so. badass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I really didn't really think- Sam, no, like Sam- just stop thinking yeah. like this bitch has got it all together. <laughs> no, it was like, like she yeah, was- she's a bitch has swag. Now what a big deal. Like no, she uh, did end up having hot dogs in her bag. That's like part of her no. whole deal. And it was Sam, like Sam, so everything weird. you're saying is so anti-feminist. <laughs> no. It's like like, oh, was it on purpose or not that this shit has swag? That this like bitch has swag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's on purpose, bitch. <laughs> I guess she was pandering by being a badass feminist As- queen. <laughs> <laughs> I also I love um nasty woman meaning like she is gross. I think that is <laughs> g- absolutely genius. For for that to be like part of our culture in some way, like nasty woman and people like reclaiming it really fast. And it's like, just what? Can I say something about Nasty Woman? It's like, what was the one that Republicans reclaimed? Um, Deplorables. Deplorable. Wait, sorry. I need to mute this conversation. That Sam and I, Sam and I just got a text from someone and it's like, not now. We're literally recording. We're literally recording. Like, like have some fucking sense and like know when we're recording. This is so disrespectful. To your parents. (laughs) Say it's They're Sam like, and I are brothers. It's our help. parents. It's <laughs> brothers. <laughs> it's your both of your parents. It's both. It's, both, it's our mom and dad. Yeah. <laughs> that we They're share. On a, like for some reason, they're on a little island and they can't get off. We can't get off. And they need you guys to Come pick them up. Pick up. Bring the boat. <laughs> Bring the boat now. Why did we give you those boat lessons if you're not going to save us? Okay, get we were a boating family. We were always Wait, sorry. I just family. completely zoned out. Why are we talking about boats? Uh, because our know. parents are stuck on an island. Oh, yeah. fuck. That's so sad. And then we're ignoring their texts. <laughs> They're yeah. like, we're stuck. And we're like, no, no, we're recording our podcast. We're recording our podcast. Mom and dad, stay on your damn they paid, island. Yeah, they paid for the equipment and your apartments. <laughs> Do you think that in her new podcast, Hillary Clinton will talk about WAP? Oh, she's... Oh, my God, George. That's, the, that's she, like, the worst thing that you could to. ever... Like, how can you put that out there into the but universe? it's going to be like, like this... You segment... know how words work? <laughs> words matter. Like, Me talking about Hillary matter. Clinton talking about WAP. It's going to be like, okay, this segment's called WAP, and it's where we go over some woke-ass politics. And oh, my no. God, that's perfect. Oh, <laughs> Sam's, Sam's writing for Hillary's podcast. Wait. I am so conscious of time. We need to very quickly literally mention the topic. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. Straight fashion. Like, talk, about our, talk about our topic today. Yeah, it's like Carhartt, but also straight fashion. Straight fashion, Carhartt, talk about it. Um... Don't you think gays now, like, wear all that stuff? And it's like... Well, gays yeah, but it's like... It. But it's... Yes, gays appropriated, but I bet you they have a group of straight male friends who love movies. Mm. That's true. Because Carhartt is like movie, it's like the film bros. And I like it. I love how they dress, to be honest. I've tried, but my boobs are too big. So then I look like a big box version of them. But they have like, it's like the white t-shirt. Yeah. Um, it's It's kind of like worn a little bit, but it's new, brand new. Wow, Sam is literally showing us. That's what I was wearing today. And what I is that? that? Yeah. When I it's a Carhartt T-shirt. A Carhartt T-shirt. Yeah. No, I love Carhartt stuff. I love it, that. It's 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 just uh it's like worker gear. It's like for construction people, but it's been appropriated, not appropriated. What, whatever. Excuse it's been, me. Film bros are workers. It's been taken by the film bros, and now the film bros wear it, and they look great. They look incredible. But, if we're being honest. 
Here's the thing. <laughs> it's like the circle of like, this is, you know, it's worker gear. It's, you know, uh, uh, you know, construction workers appropriated by film bros. And then that's appropriated by gays. Well, gays do it. I almost think in they like, don't do it a lot. They don't. Probably I think, just yeah, I think it's a specific type of gay that does it. And I think it's like there's like you know, gay always has like like the obsession with like leather, like the obsession with like denim. Like yes. gay has like Workwear. takes like hyper masculine stuff and like flips yes. it yeah. or yeah. eroticizes yeah. it. Yeah, that's why I like you wearing it, Sam. I'm like, oh yeah, you make it look like really cute. <laughs> Thank like you, you had a little Laura. jumpsuit the other day, a Carhartt jumpsuit. Yeah, I, really I had my little it. overalls. You did have your Carhartt jumpsuit. And you know what? I, in fact, recently saw a lesbian-identified friend of mine also wearing a Carhartt jumpsuit. Are so the entire a... community is embracing it. Yeah. Are they in film? Um, You know, much like many people we know, they want to be. <laughs> exactly. I think it's kind of like dream. You know how they say dress for the part? you want just for the job you want exactly yeah. oh whatever uh <laughs> yeah can we like edit that i'll say it again dress you know for the job they... you want <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know you know how they say dress for the you want you can just put it in there um, yeah we'll put mm-hmm. job I'll, job yeah for when we edit job. it job job <laughs> i'll do a couple takes job okay laura can you do that can you do that take again but this time it's like surprised job <laughs> <laughs> okay Lorelai you just got broken up with could you do that mm. that take just so we have options what but I got broken up with like and, and now like you how? say the word job <laughs> okay no 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 wait but it, did I like okay, so I you still ch- want to be in the relationship or is it like yeah, you're you, okay, about okay, the so here's what happened okay, you okay. Cheated, also know that you have better days ahead you no, I you cheated on your partner and they found out by looking at your texts <laughs> And and you admit it to all of it, but you say you know it was it was a mistake, and you want to stay together. And your partner says, "I'm leaving, and I won't ever talk to you again." And now, can you say job? Okay. Job. Wow, <laughs> that was so okay, Lorelai. Now you are <laughs> the first man on the moon. That's that's cool. That's thrilling. You are the first okay. man on the moon. Yeah. And suddenly you turn around and the spaceship is gone. Job. Wow, chills. Now I could actually see that. Like I could yeah. fully see that. I know, thank you. I haven't acted in a while. Thank you so much. Wow. Um what were we talking about? Carhartt? Um Carhartt or whatever. Carhartt yeah, or whatever. Great. Film fashion. Okay, film so fashion. you have the rolled up jeans to the ankles. You have the you have a uh, a sweater. Maybe you have a a no no. You have like an open button down over your white Carhartt shirt. Yes. You have you have dickies maybe. Okay, on. one thing if it's film bros specifically, you know a lot of them like here's what's confusing about film is that they are like moving stuff like they are like carrying big things around sometimes like they're oh, are carrying you talking about like film a... bros that actually work as like, no no grips? i'm talking about people that went to film school and now work at hungry ghost oh okay sorry but you're right there are people who do move stuff around you know there are some film bros who have lifted something <laughs> yeah but i saw a very small small guy wearing it and i was like there's no way in hell you move you have More to go up to him I and you do. have to say, excuse me, have you ever moved anything? Yeah, must yeah, be I'm this like, Paul to ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how much how much can you lift? <laughs> We're, we'll check Lorelai, it right your now. your new catchphrase is going up to men and saying, honey, you must be this tall to ride. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Well, that should be your catchphrase and podcast title. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you on Hillary Clinton's podcast, like it's like with Lorelai Ramirez, <laughs> and I like present, I present that cat. I'm like, thank you so much. You're hearing me be like totally fake. Thank you so much. Like, I really look up, up to you. I think you're amazing. I thought it was so amazing how you like, like took a hold of just everything during that insane time, and like it's so unfair how people treated you. And then I'll say that catchphrase. <laughs> 
was it must, must be this tall must ride. be this tall the ride which would make okay. so little sense in that context <laughs> which it's just you be. and her going back and forth like must be this tall to ride uh, honey you and i both <laughs> oh my oh, god oh my god wait sam should we just do our final segment oh my goodness um we are flying through this episode uh, is that crazy yeah. This has I been mean, like, really fun. I know it's no, been so been fun. fun, and honestly, I want to like keep you on for longer. But well, we will well, have me again. Yeah, we'll have you back. We could, but yeah. I'll wear a wig and you change my name. But it just is still honestly, Lorelai. I would be. Well, yeah, let's talk about it later. I'm like, I we could have you back literally for another twenty minutes and just like stitch together a longer episode. <laughs> Great, I would love that. Um, I would love. The, excuse, give me a second. I would love. Hold on, just a second. I would love that. <laughs> Gorgeous! Wow, that was so moving. Well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> our final segment is called shoutouts, um, in which we give a shout out to something we like, maybe sort of in the style of, uh, I think it's 2002 TRL, the camera's pointed at you and you're shouting out your squad back home. Um, so, uh, George, do you have one? Um, yes. Okay. Go for it. What's up listeners. I want to give a quick shout out to secretary Hillary Clinton. Girl, you have done it again. Constantly raising the bar for us all. They said you couldn't do it, but you did. And I said, that's the bar. And you said, not anymore, because I jumped above it. And then I said, and that's the UN. You said, no, I'm already higher above that, too. I'm on the moon. And I said, come back down. The air quality is not good down there. And you said, I'm running for president. And I said, let's go nasty women everywhere. Woo! Woo! Um, okay i have one what's up listeners hello it is sam i just want to give a quick shout out to sufjan stevens i had written this bitch off many many years ago and then recently i decided to listen to that album that came out two to three years ago um, with two people's names in it i forgot what it's called laurel and hardy bobble and frankel carrie and lowell right mork and mindy Mark and Mindy. <laughs> I think this album is to die. And I I tell you what, I'm enjoying sad music. I'm I'm soft in my quarantine days. I'm liking things that I had sworn off many moons ago. And I feel better for it. I am open to love. I'm open to new music. I'm open to things that I was once close to. I love me. I love Sufjan Stevens. Happy fall. XOXO, Sam. Woo! Woo! <laughs> okay, Lorelai, go ahead. I would like to give a shout out to something that I just found out about, which is an animatronic little mouse named Topo Gijo. That's actually famous, famous in so many countries, actually, and moves just like me. Little did I know that my brother was out there. My brother Topo Gijo. Now I will dedicate my whole life to you. I can't wait to meet you after quarantine. If you're hearing this, please know that I love you so much, Topo. I can't believe that nobody told me about you and i'll keep talking about you for as long as i can oh topo (laughs) (laughs) wow that was beautiful wow um great well lorelei thank you so much for doing the pod we appreciate it and i think we really unpacked um fashion as a whole we really uncut a lot of gems thank god we uncut (laughs) those gems they were really they were cut now they're uncut they were cut and now they're uncut raw uncut gems Thank you guys um, so much for having me. This is so fun. And, you know, sorry to be a bummer and really sincere, but I miss you guys. You guys make me laugh. Aww. I'm so happy I got to do this. This has really cheered me up. You guys are so funny. You're so funny. You're so funny. We miss you too. We do miss you. And we're very happy <laughs> to have you. And I'm very excited yeah. to have you. And excited to have you on again. Great. Part two. Yeah. Great. I cannot wait. It'll be okay. this voice. I cannot wait. <laughs> Bye. Yeah.